This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. You know that? It doesn't need the light to walk. So it's not about the darkness. It is about the light of God. It is about the eyes of an ego. When God gives you that capacity, you walk through the dark and you will not move. Because it's not limited by anything. Hallelujah. And he's telling me to tell you that he will help you. I don't know what it is that he, you need help from. You are the only one that knows what it is. Some of us, it is just money. Some of us, it's beyond money. You have the money, but they cannot get you what you're looking for. God says, I should tell you, he will help you. He will help you. Praise the Lord. Let's look at something in the book of Isaiah chapter 49. Isaiah 49, we'll be taking it from verse, just three verse, verse 24 to 26, quickly. Media, please, we need your help and fast too. Isaiah 49, verse 24. It says, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the lawful captive be delivered? Hello? Now, look at it this way. If you have a general standing and picks up or asks, asks you for your wallet and you give it to him and he decides to walk away with the wallet. Okay, let me just use Aku for an example. Let's assume a general calls Aku, a general in the army calls Aku and says, give me your ID card and he gives it to him and the man decides to walk away with the ID card. What can Aku do? What can he do? Nothing but to follow and be begging. Or forget it and go home. Nothing else. That's what God is saying. That's the picture he's trying to paint here. He says, is it possible that you can collect what a mighty man has collected from you? Or is it possible for somebody who has been sentenced to death or to jail, begin to cry and say, please help me, please help me. And the warder will say, okay, go home. Is it possible? Can a warder discharge a prisoner? By law, I'm not talking about Nigeria, anything is possible here. But I'm talking about by law. Is it possible for a prison warder to discharge a, a sentence, I mean, a, a death sentence criminal? It's not possible. But God said, yes, it is possible. When God is involved, anything is possible. I don't know who, which mighty has collected that which belongs to you. I don't know what you've been struggling with. You know, there are some, some of us, anytime you, you are about to achieve certain great things, and suddenly it will evaporate. And being who we are in this part of the world, we just run from one prophet to the other, from one you know, prayer house to the other. Some of us even go to native doctors for help. They tell you, no, he's not, he's not a native doctor, but you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. The devil will never come out and say, I'm the devil. That's why the Bible says he transforms like an angel of what? Light. Why don't he transform like an angel of death or darkness? Because you know if you come, you will not accept. So he has to present himself like an angel of light to appear to you so that you will ignorantly agree to follow. 
So you keep running up and down? Basically because you don't have a relationship. This morning in the workers' meeting, we are talking about relationship, friendship. I was talking with somebody. I called somebody on the phone. The person lost my number a long time ago. But after about 10 seconds, he said, Pastor Van. I said, how did you know? He said, your voice. How did she come to about that? Relationship. Relationship. You cannot miss it. If you know God, if he has stayed with you for a long time, if you've been used to hearing him, when he speaks, you will not miss it. You can choose to disobey, but you know it's God is speaking. Are we here together? You will know God is talking to you. Because it is clear in your heart. Any, I mean, I cannot hear any message of Papa in any form, any device. I will not know it's him. Are, are we here? It's not possible. I will know Papa is preaching. No matter the device, iPod, podcast, tape, whatever, I will know he's the one talking. Why? Because by virtue of a 30 years relationship, it is clear that I know him. I can identify his voice. That's who God is. That's how to get close to him. That's how, you know, if it is not, the problem is not God. That's why Isaiah says, his hand is not shortened that he cannot help. It's not about him. It's not about him. He has the capacity. He has enough money to buy you out. He bought your life. You could buy, you could buy any other thing. What is bigger than your life? I mean, if a man comes, if you, if you come, if a man comes and say, "Look, either I collect your life or you give me your wallet," I mean, you'd be stupid to even think about it. Hello, because even if you want to collect the wallet back, you can. If you, but you have to give it to him. Because if you collect your life, the wallet and the life is finished. Are we here together? So, if God has bought your life, if He paid for it. The Bible says, if you say, if, if you have done this, say how much more? What else can he not do? What else? The problem is that we are not patient. The problem is that we don't know this God. We come to church. We answer Christian. But there is no relationship with this God. No relationship. Just like many of us, we call, ah, it's uh, my pastor, my pastor. I, 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 have, I have heard, I've seen members write, you know, an accolade of another person. I say, ah, my pastor. And I smile. You are in a church. You call him your pastor. You go out again. You call somebody my pastor. So what is the difference? I don't know if you understand. It's like you said, if they ask you, who is your father? You call it Mr. John, so, so, and so. And here come, another person comes, you say, my father. Somebody will say, ah, but I thought you said Mr. John, so, so, and so is your father. Oh, no, this one is just, uh, uh, but that's what majority of us get involved in. We behave like bastard. You know what, you know the prayer David prayed? He said, Lord, Save me from is a strange children. 
Who is a strange child? A child that cannot identify his father is a strange, a strange child. A child that wake up one day and say, Father, you, do, you refuse to die? Give me my head trance. I want to go. You refuse to die. I don't know how. I mean, this it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry to use this instance. They are, they are laughing for you. The man is almost on threat. He has, he has sons that are even becoming old. <laughs> one of them should wake up one day and say, Ah, ah, daddy, you refuse to die. This laugh is thrown. It should not just be only you. If your father didn't die, you wouldn't have occupied it. Die and let me take over. <laughs> but that's what we are. David saw, he said, when, by the time he, he encountered the first instance in his family, he said, what? He said, God saved me from strange children. He didn't know there were still more coming. Absalom was still there. Save me from strange children. They will answer your name. But behind you, they will deny you. They will eat your food. But behind you, they carry your, your own and give another person. They honor that. You know, God, even God encountered this. He said, He said, Ah, he said, if you call me a father, where is the honor? You said I'm your father. It's not just a calling. You see, there is there is an attachment to that honor. Don't just call me your father. Don't call me your pastor if you can't give me the honor that is due to a pastor. I don't need the name. Are we talking? Yes, I don't need the name. So if you get to that level that you identify he's my father, then you will not have a problem giving him the honor. He says, when your governor says you shouldn't come out for over four months, your business was locked up. This day, I mean, you didn't think about what you're going to eat. You obeyed. You honor your governors. But I, I said... Honor me, you refuse. Give me your tithe, you, you, you begin to calculate. Hallelujah. And you know, uh, you know, until you get to that point that you know that you don't have anything. Are we here? You don't have anything. You don't possess anything. Nothing. Nothing belongs to you. Nothing. Somebody say, I worked hard for it. Yes, because he gave you strength to work. And gave you a job to do. There are people who did better than you in school. They don't have a job. There are people that are more intelligent to you, I mean, than you, but they don't know where to go. You come to them, they will give you advice, it will succeed for you. But when they try it, it will not work. Haven't you seen that? You didn't read the Bible. The Bible said there was a poor man in a village or in a town. By his wisdom, the city was saved. But nobody remembered him. It's grace. Are we here together? It is grace. Whatever you do that succeeds, it is grace. It's not because of anything that you have. It is grace. Walking. So until you recognize that, that it is God that is helping you, you will not give him the honor that belongs to him. You will think it is your strength. How many of us knew that if you are locked down for three months, four months, you will not die of hunger? There are so many of us that our daily, I mean, what we eat is daily thing. 
If you don't go to work tomorrow, you will not have what to eat next tomorrow. There are some of us like that. But they locked us up for four months. And we are still here. And we've not asked ourselves a question. How did, I, how did I make it? How did I succeed? How did I go through these four months like this? You've not asked yourself. Your business was locked down. Everything was locked down. How did you make it through? There's a song I love too much. He say, I will be with you in joy and in pain. You know, one thing I like about this God, he's, he didn't say, I will be with you in joy. He didn't say, I will be with you in pain. Because sometimes even in joy, you get knocked down. Are we here? In your celebration, they knock, there are people that want to knock you down even at the last minute. You have struggled, you fought, and you know, you fought. There was the first time I drove to Enugu with my car. We have gone through everything. We've got to go. That's my town. And one policeman called. I said, oh God, I will knock you down. Not in my village. He stepped out. I mean, how could I have gone from Lagos to um, Ogun State, or, or, uh, Edo State, Ondo? I mean, all the states come to Enugu and uh, my town. And you are standing, I will knock you down. He saw my face that it was not a joke. There are people who are willing to knock you down on your celebration day. Yes, they don't care. They will not allow you to, to enjoy it. They are willing to put an end to it. But God says, I will set a table before you in the presence of your enemy. And they cannot do anything about it. Beloved, all we need to do is to recognize his help. Because always there. The Bible says he is a pleasant help in time of need pleasant one. Not just a help. You know, there are people who come to help you and they scatter the matter. It becomes one that they came in. Have you given your electronics to an engineer? <laughs> By the time he brought it, even the one that was working was no more working. <laughs> a mechanic. You know, the car was still moving. Only that, at times, he was slow. <laughs> By the time he finished working, the car can't even start. It's not God. The Bible says he's a pleasant. By the time he takes over your life, your matter, by the time he drops it down, it is a brand new one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says Naaman had reprocity. And, you know, and the, the little, they say, look, there is God. There is a God in Israel. Just try him. Go there. And the man, you know, proudly come and say, okay, where's the man of God? He said, I don't want to see you. Go home. Go and do. He said, ah, how dare him? How dare him? How dare him? Does he know who I am? The chief of staff. And he said, one of his young men said, ah, okay. Sorry, with all due respect. If this man has asked you to kill 20 cows, you would have done it, Abby, and it would have cost you money. He said, but he didn't ask you to spend money. He just gave you a simple instruction. Obey it and nah, just obey it. The Bible says by the time he dipped himself seven times and came out, his skin became like a brand, a newborn baby. That's what God does. He does not leave your matter better or he leaves it in best condition. By the time he came out, it was, I mean, his, his skin was like, wow, wow. Did you notice that anytime there is an honor somewhere that God is not involved, there will be dishonor in it. You didn't get the picture. 
The Bible said Naaman was an honorable man, a man of war. He won many victories, brought many victories for his country, but he had, he had. Anytime God is not involved in your mind, there is always a but. There's a Yoba song that says, That means, me and but have separated. Anytime a statement, one, one teacher said, I mean, one man was speaking, he said, I don't know English. But anytime I hear a statement and but come inside, I know matter don't change. There's no more ways. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is no matter the devil is involved that there is no but. But when God takes over, it's smooth light. You're going. Hallelujah. How can they harm you when I'm on your side? Your cry for mercy, you say you will not be denied. I will fight your battle. Because that is who I am, the man of war. That's God for you. He told Joshua, he said, I will be with you. All I need from you is courage. When you see fire, enter it. Don't worry. Oh, God. This God is awesome. He said, Joshua, when you see fire, enter. No worry. What thing will happen after Nami, Nami go take care. Be courageous. And Joshua did exactly as he said. And anytime Joshua remembered that God said, enter, you will enter, and God will show up. There was a time he, God had to re, I mean, send angels. All the stones that were in heaven, they started throwing it down. All the angels, they were picking stones and throwing it. And each one that came down killed. The Bible said, he, he said, by, he said the stone, by the stone, God killed more people than the, the sword of Joshua. God can't get involved in your matter and you will still be looking for help. It's not possible. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. I will make you. The reason why we are not stable is because we don't know this God. The reason why you jump from one place to the other is because you are not, I mean, you don't, you don't know him. Because when you say, I know somebody, it's not that you know his name. Oh. Many of you can know my name. If they ask you, do you know Pastor Van? You say, yes, I know Pastor Van. But today they tell you, Pastor Van did so and so. I say, ah, ah, how can he? It's because you don't know me. When you know a man, you know his character. You can be sure. That's why in any uh, uh, transaction, they say, don't stand a shorty. Even the Bible says so. He said, don't stand a shorty for anybody. So that you will not be, I mean, you will not, your sleep will not be taken away from you. When they start looking for him, you'll be running up and down. You, meanwhile, you didn't know how much he collected. You didn't know what happened to the money. You didn't know what he used it for. But you are the one running up and down. Hallelujah. He says, I will help you. Amen. I will help you. Let's look at Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17. 17, thereabouts. Habakkuk 3. Habakkuk 3, verse 17. It says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruits be in the vines, the labor of, uh, and of the olive shall fail. And the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be 
no heart in the store. Let's, let's go on. Let's head in. He said, yet. Haha. <laughs> yet. I will do what? I will rejoice in the Lord. I will join in the God of my salvation. Verse 19. He said, the Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like hands feet. And he will make me to walk upon, the, upon my high places. To the chief singers of my strength instrument. He will help me. He will help me. I may not be qualified, but he will help me. I may not be qualified, but he will help me. I may not have it, but I will get it. Hallelujah. Beloved, it is not those, it is not the most qualified that gets the job. It is the most favored. Are we talking? It's not the most qualified. It's not the most hardworking that get the promotion. It is the most favored. When your when your matter comes up to the ogre and he looks at the file and God said, Yes, he has no choice. He has no choice. The Bible said there was somebody. The Bible said the king called uh, Haman. I said, he said, what happens to a man whom God desire? I mean, whom the king decided to honor? Was it then that uh, Mordecai did what he deserved to be honored? No, it was not then. He's it, done it a long time ago. Everybody forgot about it. The reason why they will forget about it is because God has not decided to remember it. When God remembers it, everybody will remember it. And the Bible said that night, the king could not sleep. The king that had been sleeping all the time. Suddenly, there was a night he could not sleep. What made him not to sleep? He didn't have a problem. He wasn't sick. He could not sleep because there was a, a promotion that was supposed to be carried out that day. It was not, it was not close that day. Are you with me? That promotion must not cross that day. So the king has to be awake. I declare to you, anyone who is holding back your promotion or that which belongs to you and refuse to release it, fire from above will trouble him. He will not rest. God will make him restless in the name of Jesus. It's not possible. When God has approved a thing, it must be. The Bible said Daniel knelt down to pray. And he was praying. And he was praying. And he was praying. For seven days, 21 days, he was praying. It was as if no, nobody was there. God was not hearing. But suddenly an angel appeared to him and said, Daniel, from the first day you prayed, God had released. From the first day. He said, but I was withstood by this prince of Pasha. But when you didn't rest, when your confidence was seen, when your trust in God was seen, when your faith in his word was still seen, when it could not, it was, it was, it was not, I mean, it was obvious that this man will not let me go because he trusts me. God released a Michael and his hosts. They came, they came and contended and I had an access. The reason why your matter has not gotten to you is because maybe you have, you know, quivered on the way. You thought God has forgotten. You thought he could no more hear you. The devil gives you, you know, what he does is to bring doubt. Once he brings doubt, you know, you know God cannot work with you. It's not possible. Is it possible to bring two positive or four away and connect together? What happens? Either your eye will go for it. If your hand is near, you, your whole body will go. It will spark. 
The, the only way you can connect with God is when your faith is intact. But I know that there is somebody here that God is about to transform Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't know what you're going through, but he knows. Some of us, you've finished school for a while. You've, you've, you've looked for a job. Meanwhile, there is a business that God has kept for you. But you're not looking at it that way. You are, you, are still, you are still going up and down looking for a job. Meanwhile, you are supposed to be the one employing people. And you are still going up and down. And it seems nothing is happening. Nothing is working. And God is saying, open your eyes. Open your eyes. I want to do something for you. Open your eyes. Stop going up and down looking for a job. Create it. You have this idea, but you are looking at how do I get money. It is not about money. I guess it's not about money. When it is ripe, people will come for it. Money naturally will tilt to where there is an answer. Papa used to tell you that it is, it is not the noise you make that matters, but it is the people who have solution. That's what people are looking for. If you have a solution, they will come for you. No matter where you are located. If today they hear there is a man who, you know, the best doctor is in one village, in, you know, maybe in Medugri where there is war. You see, all these big men will go there. As long as they, when they, they are sure that when they get there, the man will see their problem and it will be solved. That's the way it works. Beloved, I want you to know that God is more willing to help you than you are more willing to receive help. He said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be heard. Even as your soul is That's He said, I wish above all things. You know, when somebody says, my, my greatest desire. That's what this means here. He said, my greatest desire is to see you succeed. That's what God is saying. Are we here together? I want you to bow down your head. and say, Lord, help me. You have promised to help me. Help me, Lord. Help me. Help me. Help me. The Bible says he's not a man to lie. If he said it, he would do it. He's not a man to lie. Not the son of man that repents. God will not get to the half of the way and he sees that he cannot do it. He says, no, 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 I didn't promise. Like, like we're having today in our country. All the promises, all the campaigns, promises they made, and no, they, they are denying it now. Even the one that is on tape, they say, well, that's not what we mean. That's not God. Once he makes a promise, he will fulfill it. Say, Lord, help me. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi, Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.